0: All right, here at the Williston Basin Petroleum Council, or excuse me, the Williston Basin Petroleum Conference this year, that was actually put on by the North Dakota Petroleum Council, and I have the opportunity to speak with President Ron Ness, and your, your role is primarily government relations, so you have a unique vantage point to see, like, over all, over, over all of what is happening in the energy industry here in North Dakota, is that correct?
1: I do. I uh, represent uh, over 650 companies involved in the oil and gas industry in North Dakota and the Rocky Mountain region, so uh, broad ranging from producers to pipeliners to midstreamers to uh, all types of service companies, refiners, so uh, we got a pretty good, pretty good uh, overview, I think, of what's going on in the industry most days.
0: Well, and it sounds like there's a lot of really positive things happening, especially after uh, Governor Bergham's presentation, talking about becoming carbon neutral here by 2030. There's all kinds of innovations that people have been talking about for all this week. Where where do you think the focus for you is lying right now most heavily?
1: Our focus today and really throughout this entire conference is uh, has been primarily just to instill the confidence in the communities and the workers and the companies and the service providers and North Dakotans as a whole that the Bakken is just a world-class asset and uh, great plays get better in the oil and gas industry and the longevity, the the fact that uh, our resilience after a COVID year, which was you know uh, as Harold Hamm has labeled it the triple whammy against this industry here we are a year later producing 1.1 million barrels a day and a tough year it was uh, a devastating uh, body blow to this industry and uh, we've survived and certainly uh, you can't look around this conference and not feel some enthusiasm which you know I'm not sure was here uh, ten months ago eight really? months ago five months ago uh, so uh, I think the The confidence that we can reinstore, that leads to that technology, that leads leads to that innovation. All the things that you're hearing in the subsequent sessions, uh, great ideas come from great minds and we've always been able to attract the great minds and and so we've got that in North Dakota. We're proud of it. A lot of work to do.
0: Yeah. Well, and and like I said, it sounds like there's all kinds of work already being done uh, with the carbon sequestration uh, programs that are going on here in North Dakota and the usage of of that carbon. Do you think that that's going to be affected at all by the uh, Biden administration's potential carbon tax? Do you think that that's going to affect the the, the road, the journey to carbon neutrality?
1: Yeah. I don't. I don't anything? believe a carbon tax will ever be imposed. You don't think it will? No, I don't. Okay. Um, i don't i don't see any way Uh, a carbon tax is going to increase the cost of energy on consumers in america and i I don't think consumers in in america want that and as secretary of state pompeo said it also puts us at a disadvantage to the rest of the world so why in the world would we tax carbon and put ourselves uh not only charge ourselves more for what we use every day in energy but also put ourselves at a disadvantage to our to our non-allies across the world so I, I'm not believ- not a believer that there'll be a carbon tax. Uh, I am a believer, though, that we have to do everything we can through research, innovation, technology to try and make that Bakken barrel. just. A- it's a competitive edge for me. It's not about uh, meeting this standard or that standard. It's how do we make the world want a Bakken barrel just a little bit more than a, a Libyan barrel or a Permian barrel or anybody else's barrel because that's all about investment the more investment you have the more opportunity you have the more more your economy is going to be driven so um, that's what i that's how i look at this
0: nice so would you say that the outlook for the next few years is going to be pretty positive based on your vantage point
1: i would say so and i I think the the sense of optimism here uh, amongst all of the producers showing up a little bit of that is just post-covid breakout but uh, it, it's real, it's here, and um, I think, I think the, future, the future, the long-term future of the Bakken is, is extremely bright. Now, there are going to be bumps in the road and uh, bruises here and there, but there's absolutely no question this resource is incredible. With the best technology in the world over the past 15 years, we're still leaving 85 or, 80, 85 or 88 barrels out of every 100 barrels in the ground. So so that
0: actually brings us to the EOR uh, program that's just beginning here in North Dakota. That's still in its infancy from what Lieutenant Governor Sanford was saying. Uh, does, how does that look? How does the program right now look? Are, are there great things happening there?
1: I tend to think that enhanced oil recovery in the Bakken is probably uh, something that is going to become the, the, the great next uh, attraction of capital into the Bakken. We, we need that, uh, as you saw uh, DMR Director Lynn Helms' comment today: It's it's a it's a long hard road that takes a lot of investment, a lot of uh, you know, a lot of failures. But the reality is, um, this resource is so rich. Uh, there's so much opportunity. There's so many billions of barrels in place that the prize is the the prize is worth the effort, and that's what attracts people to the Bakken and the Williston Basin. So it'll happen. Uh, I'm not sure in the timeline, but I, I think it's huge. We and we're going to need it.
0: Oh yeah. Well, and it the, the possibilities sound pretty Pretty incredible. Um, I I wonder, especially after talking with Lynn Helms, it sounds as though the methods used for the enhanced oil recovery are fairly environmentally friendly, which would then, you know, coincide with the ESG standards across the state. Because it, it does seem that North Dakota is pushing pretty hard on on trying to maintain an environmentally friendly tactics. It, it appears to me, anyway. Um, do, you, do how do you feel about the methodology? What 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 information about the methodology for EOR? I mean, how is it is it safe and harmless for the environment? Are there any concerns? I had read some reports saying that it could possibly be detrimental, but it never said in any of those reports to what degree or what it would even do.
1: Well, I, I mean, you know, it, it seems like um, there's a there's a cry and a push out there to to reduce carbon, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you're going to capture the carbon, what are you going to do with it? If you want less carbon. The the alternative is we don't produce coal we we don't produce other right. things and then and then all of a sudden we rely on China for uranium we rely on China for all the components that make the you know the batteries and the things like that and uh, which again what, what what drives your plug-in car every day it's typically coal today let's not kid ourselves so uh, utilizing enhanced oil recovery with carbon sequestration is. It's been around. It's this is nothing new now. In the Bakken. it's very new because of the, the it's the porosity of the rock, the permeability of the rock, the, so it's a process here and figure out how it works best. It's a very tight rock, it's uh so different unlike here. unlike it's okay. different. So that's probably uh in terms of uh you know, what you see in the, that's what the research is about. It's not about does carbon. Carbon does. You saw a presentation by Denbury Resources today, you know, putting carbon in the rock, it stays in the rock. You get more oil, but putting the carbon into Bakken rock, Hmm. Got to figure out how that works. What's the best What's the best way to do it?
0: Well, okay, so I guess a final point that I would like to make, I suppose, would be on the education for other people uh, as it pertains to what is happening in the energy industry. We've heard, as I said, a lot about innovations and, and technology in, in that matter, um, which is why I was very curious to know how environmentally friendly it would be because there are so many practices put into place. What is being done to kind of let everybody know about what we're doing here to help out do you does that make sense I'm not sure well if
1: we've uh, we've got the uh, former Secretary of State here who just uh, stood up and said how important energy is to the world and how important America is to the world and how what a critical piece of pocket plays in that so that's a pretty good start um, in addition to all the science all the technology 2700 people here that uh, uh, in addition to a whole bunch of media that we've gotten this week so I'd say we're we're uh, we're doing something. And it's oh, yeah. all been about technology, right? I mean, it's like, so, um, but you have to start, you have to start permeating that across country. Obviously the colonial pipeline issue, the, the Texas grid disaster, those are wake up calls for this country. And um, we know that we need we need energy and where are we gonna get it? Yeah. We're gonna make it at home and, and create wealth and opportunity for our own people. Or are we gonna buy it from the people who want, wake up every day and wanna kill us?
0: that's a fair enough question thank you so much right. i really appreciate your Thanks. time glad Mom. you've been here Kay. yes